Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokemon the series podcast. Each week, we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and just random topics. Uh, just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Hello. Hello, Austin. Welcome uh, Welcome to fall. Welcome to fall, y'all. Oh, is it fall? It feels like we're on the surface of the sun. Yeah, it, uh, believe it or not, it is fall. And uh, speaking of fall, Alex is here. How you doing, Alex? Ooh, you know what that means. Pumpkin spice everything. Yeah. Um, boo. My wife. Yeah. <gasps> no, no, pumpkins. Don't boo pumpkin spice. I'm going to boo pumpkin spice. shut your mouth. Okay, first of all, Jacob, your wife dislikes chocolate in all of its forms. I wasn't going to go with chocolate. I was. So gonna... I don't want to hear her opinions on pumpkin spice. No, pumpkin spice isn't chocolate. But uh, it just means her judgment. Her judgment cannot be trusted. She got a candle that said "blessed and fall obsessed," and I was like, "Yep, that's cute." It's not fall. I mean, it is fall, but it doesn't feel like it. I'm fall obsessed. I've got my little pumpkins that I got from Target are sitting out, and my little spooky skeleton bat plushy thing. I got to get the rest of my stuff out and put it around because I am so ready. We need to have that as a tradition on this podcast that Alex mentions those pumpkins every week. This is this yeah. is the third third time in a row, I think. He's really oh, pleased. I have? Okay. I've never even I... seen these pumpkins. They're so cute. They're like little like plush pumpkin things that I got in the Target like bargain section. I don't know. You know what? Judge me if you want. I know this is very stereotypical, right? But it's like I adore fall. I love the whole the whole thing. The leaves, the cool weather, the pumpkin, the apples, the scarves, boots, whatever. I'm hoping it's actually cool enough to wear those things this fall, but we'll see. It won't be. I know. Spoiler alert, it won't be. I think we're getting, uh, there's definitely been a change, um, and like, as far as temperature-wise. Uh, we're not quite there to, like, comfortable yet, but we're, uh, maybe get there soon enough. We can only hope, because this summer was, uh, I mean, we talked about it on this. It's, it's been awful. Triple Absolutely. digits every day. Maybe it's a little cooler. Maybe we went out and, uh, we did something. Maybe we had a little fun. Uh, actually, I'm gonna kick it. Austin. Give me some good news. Give me some um, hope, some inspiration. I'm a homeowner. Yay! Did I mention that? Congratulations. No, no, no. uh, Last week, uh, we were talking about the offer, but we didn't know where we were going. So, uh, it's official. We've made it. Um, It's not like official, official. I haven't put down a down payment yet, but like I've signed contracts, so it's going to happen. Good job, Austin. That must feel so like, I don't know. You must feel like very official like adults no not really it's a condo that's slightly bigger than my current apartment and it uh i wanted three bedrooms but it's only two bedrooms so but i'll make it work yeah i'll use space efficiently yeah you own it i'm an owner it's a step in that direction of you know you're no longer in that rental sort of limbo of like okay i'm in an apartment or whatever like it's a step and we're proud of you can i ask some questions about it because i'm curious how the how a condo works like I, well, I don't so know. You don't, okay. Uh, well, let me let me see if you can answer this then. You don't like mow your own lawn, right? Yeah, there's no there's no lawn for me to mow in okay. the first place. But no, I don't take care of like the grounds. What about um like if something breaks inside it? Does like do the the super or is it like a super or is it like you have to call your own plumber out? I think you have to call your own plumber out. Okay. Okay. 
I was just curious. I didn't know how that worked because I know some of them now they have like everything it's like in house almost. If that makes sense, but okay, that's cool. Uh, we'll we'll find out. It's a journey. Um, Jacob, how was your week? I went to I went to the movies again. Mm. Yes, I have a theory as to what you did. Go for it. You watched Howl's Moving Castle. I did. Yeah, yes. I knew you knew that. Yeah, yep, I figured <laughs> it out. Oh, was it a was it a fathom thing? Yeah, yeah. The fathom oh, stuff. I like the fathom stuff. I think that's pretty cool. So, was this the first time you've seen Howl's Moving Castle then? No, 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 no. This is actually, oh my gosh, I've seen this. A, this is my first time seeing it in Japanese. Uh, I've seen it probably like seven times, probably. I've seen it a lot. Oh, it was the okay. first movie my wife and I watched while we were dating. Like, it was the first night. That was our first date. Oh, that's so sweet. So, that was, uh, it's got a core memory to it. But uh, it's Aww. really good. Are y'all going to go see Grave of the Fireflies if that comes out in theaters? No, oh, no, no. An advertisement came on that like ever they advertised it in the movie and my wife was like we're not doing that so i was like okay i guess we're not doing that so leslie did she tell you the story of how we put in the dvd to watch grave of the fireflies and i immediately started sobbing uncontrollably which <laughs> That's is the first thing she said I, I i was like in anticipation of it i was like oh god it like hit me all of a sudden <laughs> i was sobbing for like five minutes and i was so embarrassed because i never do that but That's so, <laughs> that is so funny you say that you were you were vulnerable you were having human emotions i feel like if you don't cry if you've seen that movie then there's something like wrong with you that was out of character for me i think i don't see i it. usually I... cry alone at night <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> no that was the first thing like that came on unless he's like we're not watching that and then I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, when we watched it, the first time I watched it, it wasn't even started. <laughs> it hadn't even started. And Austin was already crying before the movie's, the credits ended. Oh, so. I, I was I was fine during the movie itself. I just had to get it out. You had to get it out. You, you had it a out preemptive, preemptive cry. Yeah, don't take me to go see that movie. <laughs> It'll be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new one coming out, though. A new Ghibli movie coming out. Called the boy and the heron. So oh, may, okay. I may go see that. That's a my Miyazaki film. I, I guess he's gonna just keep making them. Oh, it's still him. He's still doing stuff. Yeah. Well, he we read the, we watched this documentary. They have a little documentary about him, uh, like at the be- beginning or the end, I guess, depending on which movie you watch. And so he has everybody do like the storyboard, you know, like scene by scene. They draw them or whatever. Then at the end of the day, he would go take them down, and if he didn't like them, he would just redraw them himself. Oh, wow. And spending, like, all day redrawing the ones he didn't like. And I was like, holy crap, that is, like, extreme passion. But, I mean, I guess you don't, you're not the best unless you take what it does to be the best, you know. That sounds like a nightmare to work for. He's a known perfectionist, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, he's extreme. The, yeah, that would kind of be like, uh, you come in the next day and you're, everything you drew the day before is just completely replaced. But it wasn't, like, everything. Like, most of the time, like, he has his crew from what I watched in the documentary so it's like his staple group is there you know so he's got him where he wants him to pretty much how he wants him to do it and where he's satisfied with it so he doesn't have to do it as much as he probably did at the beginning but yeah he's still um he's still going at it so good for him yeah oh i don't think there's he has a singular bad movie i think all of them are definitely good in their own way yeah yeah so that was uh that was fun and then um i did a little shopping for myself went to a little knickknack store up the way and i uh, walked in and i walked out uh, i walked in and i bought a uh, a belt made of watches what what yeah it was a it's a belt made of watches for me go, go show we need to see this 
No, I, I will. I will in a second. But like I went in there and I bought it and I walked out of the store and I looked at it and I just thought to myself, what a waste of time. Ah, Jacob. Uh, Jacob, are you ready to be a dad? Because you already got the dad <laughs> jokes ready to go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was it this week. Just Howl's Moving Castle. What'd you do, Alex? Did you buy a condo? No, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I didn't. Nothing as exciting as that. But uh, I went to a botanical garden. What is what is a, okay, botanical garden? Figure it out. A botanical okay. garden. What does the word right. mean? There's not drugs grown there, is there? No. <laughs> okay. Botanical. Yeah, so it's like a mixture of flowers, right? Fruits, yes. vegetables maybe be there? No buy vegetables. S- oh, can't buy a souvenir plant or something? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess they had a gift shop, but I didn't go and look at it. But yeah, I just, I mean, the like you said before, the weather has been more tolerable, so it was not unbearable to, like, walk around for the afternoon. But it was really cool. Um... There was a lot of different interesting plants that I hadn't seen before, and it was relatively... I, I guess not a lot of people know about this particular location, so it was not very crowded, so that was good. Yeah, so, I mean, it was really fun. A lot of interesting, cool plants and little trails and, and things like that, so yeah, it was fun to stroll around and then walked around a little downtown area and got some food and yeah. Uh, question, Alex, about this yes. botanical garden. Did you see like a giant insect in any one of the bushes? You know what? I thought I maybe did. We have two episodes this week. One being the trouble with Snubble and Aria Dos, amigos. I said that right, right? Yeah, that that's a yeah. hard one to say. Can I, uh, can I just be totally honest? Yeah. You didn't watch the episodes. No, I did. Of okay. course I did. But I, you know, and I usually, I, I'm being a hypocrite, I know, but these episodes for me this week, okay, the, the Snubble one was, was okay, I will say, but the Ariados one, I, it was not for me. I didn't care for it. Okay. And that's why you will be giving the um, full summary for that episode this week. No. You'll be discussing <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> a wait a minute. Jacob hasn't said yet the randomizer. <laughs> I got the randomizer right here, as a matter of fact. Oh, and guess shit. what, oh, Alex? <laughs> You're not doing it. It's uh, Austin. Yeah, you actually lucked out this week. Austin, you got 30-second summary challenge. Hey. Alex, you've got, <laughs> you got Here Comes, uh, no, Trouble with Snubble, and I got the Ariados Amigos uh, episode. Wow. So, yeah. I, I still can't figure out Adios Amigos. Okay, I couldn't. The play on words wasn't very good for that one. I kept, I knew what it was, but I couldn't get it out. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a good one. No. If anything, it might be potentially offensive in a way. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I don't know. It's like a mix. It was like Spanglish. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, it's Japanese <laughs> a yeah. little bit, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can blame four kids. I mean. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about this pink dog first, though. All right. With uh, uh, Money Penny Packer uh, woman. Let me see here. <laughs> All right, Austin. 30-second summary challenge. Uh, Trouble is snubble in three... Two, one, go. Um, the writers have gotten tired of the Snubble storyline that's gone absolutely nowhere, and they're going to get rid of the Snubble joke. So um, we finally find Madame Much Money, who's become like a Tarzan and Jane type figure running amongst the wilds of Johto, and she finds her Snubble, who's heartbroken when Meow says that he hates her, um, but then she evolves into a Grand Bull for seemingly no reason, 
and she and Madame Much Money fight a popular Pokemon magazine Meowth robot, and then they go home running across the fields together with Butler Jeeves Time. and Co. Time. <laughs> oh, Jeeves. He was a tragic figure. I felt so bad for him. How much is he getting paid? It must be a lot. I don't know, but he's like her ride or die, right? I mean, like, of all the butler staff. He's sleeping with her. Oh. Yeah, I think she's his, like, I think she he's her, like, special friend. Oh. Because he, she has, like, dozens of staff, and he, she's like, come with me, Jeeves. Only you, but only you, nobody else. And there's, like, that weird scene in the beginning where they find Madame Minchmaker, and um, <laughs> she, uh, she has, like, a leash, and the twerps are like, Oh God! You got a leech for leech for Snubble, and then she looks at that other guy and goes, "It's not for Snubble." So it's a it's a, it's a weird weird dynamic they got going on. I was wondering why he called her Madam Mon- uh, Madam <laughs> Muff it. Muncher. <laughs> I knew it. I couldn't even say it. I think that's what I was trying to go for, but Minch came out. And yeah, said. is that like a Hebrew word? <laughs> Muff. <laughs> I mean, it's got a number with it, too, right? Hold on. Oh, I can already tell how this is going to go. <laughs> this woman's probably on steroids. God, she's just... No, she's she's 100% pure woman, Jacob. That's <laughs> she no got some B12 needed. up her hole somewhere. <laughs> a mensch in Yiddish is a person of integrity, morality, dignity, and a sense of what is right and responsible. Sort of, maybe? <laughs> More than she was, I guess. Right? Oh, my God. She makes minches. I feel like we could just leave it there. I feel like we don't really need to talk about this at all, because this is just really about Jeeves and Madame Much Money's love affair in the world. The guy's name is Jeeves? It's I forgot Jeeves. about that. Ask Jeeves. Every butler in in the show is named Jeeves or, like, Cheeves. Jarvis. It's probably just the service that provides them. Oh, are there? it's like a Nurse Joy situation. Yeah, it's like... All the nurses, they're not really named that, but the provider is called Nurse Joy. Yeah, the factory oh that assembles them. Yeah. So there's multiple G- Jeeves model, what, 101 or something? Yep. Oh, boy. Okay, let's let's talk about this. Um, we are... This is this episode started out, it, gave, it gives me massive deja vu every single time because they're... I guess they don't have any, like, better way to, like, put them in the particular setting that they're in other than saying, like, oh, we're once again stopped along the banks of a river. Like, they're always at a river. Are they just following the same river in circles eternally? If there's no I, outlet? I, it must be. I guess they, like, go all the way downhill and they go all the way back uphill. <laughs> and since we were just in the mountains, they're going down currently. <laughs> Is this, like, the river sticks that they're just, like, trapped in and it's, like, some sort of purgatory or whatever? I don't know. Anyway, so across the river, Pikachu suddenly gets a, a scent on the wind and he's very concerned and he's like, oh my god. And they see Snubble, a Snubble, across the way and Ash, you know, he looks harder and he's like, oh my god, that's the Snubble. It's got the red bows and everything. Um, and of course, he's like, guys, I, I just saw this Snubble that has been following us for ages. And Misty and Brock are, they immediately start to like gaslight him and they're like no ash it's just a regular wild snubble it can possibly be that snubble did you drink the river water again ash this is you're not seeing anything but he's very adamant he's like no guys this is the snubble so they go off to try to find it i suppose but meanwhile team rocket is there and they are starving as they always are why can't they have a reliable like 
food source. I don't understand this. It all goes to robots. All the yeah, money. they buy the robots. Exactly. They get no food. I'm telling you, it's Meowth's fault. The credit card's only good for a popular Pokemon magazine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't provide food. <laughs> the same credit they recycle over and over again. <laughs> yeah, there's just no uh, food. It's gotta be, because they're, they're starving as usual. But who appears but Snubble? You know, Snubble comes out of the bushes and once again chomps down on Meowth's tail. And Meowth is really, he's had it. He is so done with this, and he says... He violently exclaims, he's like, I hate that stupid Snubble. And it breaks Snubble's heart. I just felt so bad for it. And he swings it off into oblivion, and we don't see it again for a while. But the twerps, back to the twerps, they uh, find a poor British man who has collapsed in the middle of the road. And this guy... (laughs) He looks like he's been through some shit. His, like, suit is all ripped up. Like, the sleeves are, like, halfway off. And Madam uh, Much Money, she doesn't play nice. You gotta be ready to rumble. (laughs) She throws down. Yeah, she likes it rough, I guess. But apparently they've been... Well, he introduces himself as Jeeves, and they, they remember him. They're like, oh my god, you're that one butler guy. From how many episodes ago? I don't even know. I can't believe they recognized him. I ne- I could have never recognized that character in a million years. I never. I didn't either. I had no idea. I'm like, who is this random guy? <laughs> but thankfully, we got the flashback. This is Jeeves, the butler. He's Madame Much Money's boy toy, I suppose. He's like, oh my god, we've been trying to survive out in the wilderness for months. I don't know how this could possibly be, because she has like every resource at her disposal but she's like choosing to just live off of mushrooms in the woods like can't they stop at like pokemon centers or like anything that was weird to me too i don't understand have they been in the same woods for months no they they crossed oceans and they okay wandered okay through so they've been traveling okay i was like have they been here forever and ash just found this thing in two seconds and just got here they suck they're out here just for some weird I don't know, weird fun that they want to have. This is some Bear grill shit. Gary should have been in this episode. <laughs> Gary could have been like, I'll find the snubble. Don't eat those mushrooms. Let me pee in this Arbok skin so I can drink it Ugh. later. What of you guys remind me where... I know that Madame Much Money's, like, estate and all the, like, weird, like, like mansions that they were at was in a... Were they in the Orange Islands when we met them? Where were they? No, no. it was to... in Johto. Mm. But, like, where? Close by? Like, where were they? Probably in the the wild expanses between, like, Cherry Grove City and Violet City, if I remember correctly. And, and Austin would only know this. Remember, I'm cursed with Snubble episodes, so... Oh, yeah! Jacob always misses Snubble episodes until today. It's my first oh, Snubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's my first Snubble episode. <laughs> we're so glad to have you here, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason I'm really shocked by this lady. I don't know if she was really that outlandish in the previous episode or if this is like some kind of hype thing. You don't watch episodes when you're not recording? Uh, We can move on, okay. Alex. <laughs> Just FYI, I watch all the episodes. I watch Susie in the Ninetales. Clearly somebody's more dedicated to the craft. Clearly. Oh, that reminds me. I've had a sticky note sitting here for weeks and it says, Alex... That shiny shuckle was purple. <gasps> no. It was purple. Jacob and I agreed. It was, it was blue. blue. It was purple. It was Austin, blue on have, the episode. Like, 
purple itis. Like, no. you, your eyes are messed up. No, I'm finding that damn thing. Hold on. You're gonna no. It's gonna be it's gonna be biased. You're gonna look for a purple one. We don't know what you're looking at. This is the color purple, like the even movie the thing in the novel. Even the stuff and the musical. we found. The Bobopedia thing Alex found said it appears blue, but they call it purple. Didn't it say Jacob that? Jacob and I. Yeah, Jacob and I. We researched this. Purple. No, that that's a blue. That's that is blue. purple. I disagree. It's a light purple. That's more blurple. <laughs> it is kind of blurple. <laughs> This is blurple. That is not Damn it. blue. All right. Is the dress gold? This is the stupid thing. All right. Audience, let us know. Is this purple? No, this is blue. Black? What Pokemon that, that's is this? the color blue. That's what we saw. Okay. Okay. You know what? I think that, that the screenshot that you shared from the still from the anime is washed out. The color palettes that they used are washed out. Y- yes. That's a blue. That's a blue. That's a me. purple. This is okay. a purple. You know what? I'm team blue your team incorrect i'm team blue listeners you tell us what we think austin's gonna put a poll okay okay this is where it gets confusing okay the shading of this thing is way off look at that where it's darker it's clearly blue yeah where it's the sun's hitting it it's just a lighter blue it's like a light yeah it's just sun bleached okay all of those screen grabs from the episode are purple these are your screen grabs. Austin. No, these are from Google Images. Thank you. I didn't edit <laughs> these, these in any your way. Screen grabs. I think that's why we need to poll the listeners. I think we need to put up a poll on Twitter, and listeners, you guys can tell us if you're Team Purple or Team Blue. Are you Team Correct or Team Blue? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Are you Team Austin or Alex? <laughs> well, Alex, obviously. Or but are you Blurple? <laughs> No, this is funny. I think, I don't know. I think depending on the light, it could be a different thing. I think depending on the light, it's a different shade of purple. I'm going to say it too. The bows on the snubble are pink, not red. Yes, that is correct. But they always okay. say red. Okay. See, I think it's the it's the twerps and Team Rocket. Like everybody in the Pokemon world just has like different uh, ideas of what blue and purple actually are. You can keep showing this the same pictures, Austin. You can no, keep not. showing it. It's not going to change. It's <laughs> Everyone is a different photo and they're all purple. No, that's blue a, right there. It's a blue. It's a periwinkle. Oh, really. I did copyright copy paste the same photo multiple times. Whoops. Yes, you did. <laughs> Austin's like, you see all these examples, and it's literally the same example. I'm like, I'm like Charlie Day with the the map yeah. with connected right. tissue, and like, it's like I'm like purple, purple, purple. It's the same image over and over again. Oh my gosh! He's gonna get his conviction no matter what. Okay, somebody needs to, you know what you need to do? You know how you can answer this question once and for all? You can get one of those, like, color picker, like, eyedrop tools and see how much, like, blue, because it's, like, RGB, right? Yeah, so, but like, everything will be blue. blue. It's, it, everything's blue. Yeah, but is it more red or is it more blue? It, it's purple. Yeah, but, like, for the color picker, wouldn't it be, if it was more purple, it would have more red in it versus, like... No, because purple is kind of a shade of blue. So... Okay, you know what? What? No, Jacob's right. Jacob's right. No, it's purple. Purple. No, don't compromise, Alex. Don't compromise on this. All right, stick to your guns here. Fine, blue. God, I really should have been on that shuckle episode, shouldn't I? Nope. No, Jacob and I, we already did the detective work for you. It's a blue shuckle. It's a purple shuckle. It's a blue. It's a blue. It's a genetic monstrosity shuckle. A purple genetic monstrosity shuckle. Oh, God. You know who the real, real freaking nature was spoopy, and we talked about that. Oh, I'm trying to get that I'm blue song I'm playing, fine. I'm... Da, 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 da. No, don't do that. 
No. Jacob, you referenced that last week. That song comes up all the time, I feel like, in this podcast. The I'm Blue one? Yes. <laughs> Same era, late 90s. It scared me as a child. Why? I don't know. That guy's trapped on a ship and there's all these blue dwarfs chasing him. It's weird. It's, uh, Is that like a music video or something? Yeah, or? they're trying to suck his blood and stuff. Isn't it's, it like CGI? Like, like 90s that's CGI? That's very CGI. Yeah. yeah. It's like the when they put the NSYNC, no, Backstreet Boys in those robot suits and you're like, this, they're not moving right, but you still thought it was kind of cool. Turn of the Millennium was such a wild time, pop culture-wise. <laughs> I miss scary it. Very CGI. It was. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Snubble's not CGI, though. That was hand-drawn by somebody in a factory. Oh, my God. Someone in a sweatshop somewhere in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, draw. Draw like your life depends on it. Because it does. Like one of your French girls. Ooh. Like one of your French bulldogs. Ooh. Okay, speaking of French bulldogs, so Madam Much Money, Tarzan swings into the picture, and she's like, hello, children, I'm here, and I am swole now because I've spent all of these months in the wilderness for no discernible reason, and we've been living off of, like, mushrooms and, like, roots and shit. And so they have a nice mushroom lunch. Thankfully, Madam Much Money seems to know about her, like, what is edible and what's not edible because they don't die. This mushroom soup was like Minecraft mushroom soup. Did y'all see that? It looked like exactly like it with the little chunks. It looked nasty. Yeah, it looked gross. It looked they left the mud in them. I didn't know like mushrooms would still be solid and like mushroom soup. It was weird. Yeah, it, it didn't seem very appetizing to me, but apparently the twerps seemed to love it, or at least they were very good convincing liars. They are good liars when they feel like it. But they're like, oh, wow, this is delicious. And so... She tells them that, you know, her beloved Snubble has run off and she waited for weeks and weeks and weeks for it to return to her, um, but it never did. So she fell into a dark spiraling depression where she couldn't even eat or sleep or even function. So she's like, I have to take matters into my own hands and search for my Snubble myself. She's had no luck so far, but thankfully the twerps are here and, you know, the twerps are the magnet for the Snubble and basically anything. Did the twerps convince her to get rid of it the first time? It ran away. Oh, it ran it away. Ran okay. Away. You wouldn't okay. know that since you didn't watch it. No, I didn't. That's the reason why I asked. My okay. bad. <laughs> My bad for asking a question I don't know the answer you to. You cannot possibly get more knowledge out of asking questions. You just got to sit in your ignorance. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'll sit here then. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay, Jacob. I, I'm trying to rem- my best to remember to give you some context, but like, obviously, Snubble was like discontent with her like luxurious life. And so the twerps like convinced her to not have such a death grip on like snubble and what she was doing on a daily day basis so they're like you need to let snubble like be a pokemon and like run free and enjoy itself and not be so overbearing and so she's like okay i'm gonna build this massive acreage with like this natural sort of playground that it can like hang out in and be a pokemon and go explore botanical gardens yeah basically its own botanical garden and uh but snubble wasn't really satisfied with that because she wanted meowth or his tail anyway so it ran away. Ayo. Hey now. Yeah, his tail, yeah. <laughs> she wanted that sweet, sweet Meowth tail. Yeah, so somehow Pikachu is now a, like, scent-tracking bloodhound. They give her the ribbon. So she's got this ribbon from Snubble. And Ash is like, no worries, Madam Much Money. Pikachu can sniff out Snubble. Have we ever seen Pikachu act as a bloodhound and, like, sniff stuff out before? Yes, we have. I can't recall exactly when, but he, he has done that consistently. Okay, because I was like, is this something new or just for the sake of this episode or what? He did it with Venonat, right? Didn't Venonat, like when we had Tracy here, 
Venonite uses infrared, but then Pikachu was able to sniff it out. Meryl used its hearing. Meryl. Maybe I'm thinking of Meryl. They're both mice. I don't know. Tracy should have been in this episode, you guys. Tracy should have been the butler. (laughs) (laughs) They catch the scent and they're like, oh my god, this way. We have to find Snubble. And they come across it laying in the middle of the road and it's Snubble's like mangled carcass. Because it's been beat up and brutalized because it mistook a manky for a meowth and it got its butt kicked. And it's like, oh my god, it's half dead. And so Madame Much Money is beside herself. She's distraught. They have to run off to the Pokemon Center. There's not a cure for a tail fetish. I don't think no. so. Snubble needs some therapy. Oh, we need to find that Nurse Joy who put Chikorita in the grass room. Oh yeah, the <laughs> so-called right. psychologist <laughs> that didn't do anything. <laughs> Desensitize it to love. What did she say? She was like, I know, Ash. I diagnosed your Chikorita with jealousy. That was her official diagnosis. Intense jealousy. This was also a bad nurse joy, I thought. I think so, too. She just was like, everything's good. <laughs> and, uh, all right, bye. And then Madam Much Money is like, well, I, I think Snubble needs some, like, more help. Like, can't you do anything else for it? And she's like, oh, okay, you're right. Let's take it to the Pokemon Center and, like, run some tests. I think it's funny that, like, the further we get away from, like, the main region the worse everything gets so i think that's pretty funny it's like the further away you get from the it's like the the districts and like you know hunger games or something and the in <laughs> the, the main one president snow's got his nurse joy and she's awesome but out in the 13 the double digits and... you got some issues going on you know what austin that's a good point because well, literally austin. so what okay continue i think you, a... i think you called jacob austin but okay no, I was addressing you. Oh, okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, see? See, you didn't give me a chance to, to finish my thought, and then you you had a flub. I was going to say, Austin, to your point, this is not a very good nurse joy, because she also, so that she doesn't necessarily even agree to, like, treat Snubble in the first place. They have to, like, prompt her to, like, take it back to the Pokemon Center and actually run some tests. But then she runs whatever so-called tests that she was going to run, but she doesn't go to the owner or the humans and be like I thought that was so funny. Yes, she takes the she has her clipboard with the test results. She goes into the room and I'm thinking, oh, "Okay, she's about to, you know, brief Madam Much Money or Ash or whatever on the state of Snubble." No, she goes into Snubble's room. There's nobody around and she's like, "I have your test results. They are they look good." <laughs> Does Nurse Joy always have a one-on-one with the Pokemon before we see her talk to the Torps or the trainer? It's like, blink twice if you're something's really wrong, Snubble. Blink twice. I mean, of course I'm all for, like, HIPAA and, like, privacy and stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't really think the Pokemon is going to, like, understand. Yeah. That's like if you went to the, if you went to the vet and, like, <laughs> you got your animal on the table and they're like, uh, we need a moment with your, with uh, Sally, with <laughs> yeah. Sally here. Uh, could you step out in the corridor? All right, Sally, I hate to tell you, but you got a, looks like you've got some mange on your butt. Rub this cream on there three to four times a day, and uh, we'll see you in a week. God. That's absurd. Snubble could be there with, like, broken, like, limbs and stuff, and, like, all beat the hell. And Nurse Joy would be like, your test came back, and they're great. You're good to go. (laughs) That's right. It's just a fake test. (laughs) We don't even know what kind of so-called test she even ran. Like, I I don't. It was the jealousy test. Right. If it had jealousy. Uh, it's like that nurse or Dr. Anna bullshit at the castle when she's like, oh, here's my therapeutic holistic like treatments. Like here, put some like spinnerack web on your leg and you'll be fine. I think it was when we met Dr. Anna that we really, truly started to go like off the grid. 
I think that was our first <laughs> warning sign of what was to come. I don't know necessarily. I think we've always kind of been unhinged and we give people like these absurd backstories. Because who was the girl we were like giving crap to about making pitfall traps and like Melanie? Melanie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melanie, the murderer. It's always been this way. An iconic this is just character. Classic <laughs> out of the drying pan. Melanie's coming. Our Halloween episode. Yeah. But Nurse Joy, she's really naive because she didn't do anything to make sure that Snubble wasn't going to run away. Because, of course, of course it ran away. You know, it was staring forlornly out the window into the moon and picturing Meowth, her true love. And she's got to go. She's got to find him. The twerps the next morning. I guess this was like at nighttime. But then we see them like the next morning, like running the streets. Nurse Joy was in no hurry to tell them. She was like, (laughs) it's 830. They can find out in the morning. I'm pretty sure. I, I really think so. I think she just closed the door and she was like, okay, well. I'll just take care of this later. Yeah, a whole a whole evening has passed. A whole night has passed. They woke up and realize, oh my god, Snubble's missing. We have to find it. Of course, who finds it first but Team Rocket? And they decide to take Snubble and auction it back off for, like, ransom to Madam Much Money. Because they're like, well, we're starving. We need something to eat. We need some money to buy some food. So we'll, we'll catch Snubble because it loves Meowth. And we'll just sell it back to Much Money. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of I mean, it's like, bad you know, as still, still pets and stuff like that. But I mean, like for, you know, a scheme on the fly, it's not terrible. I mean, I don't really think it, they they didn't really do anything. It came to them of its own volition and they just were like, oh, okay, well, we can use this to our advantage. And it's like, she's incredibly disgustingly rich. She wouldn't miss a couple hundred dollars for like a lost pet reward. Yeah, so we get this really intense sort of showdown between Team Rocket and Snubble, who, well, I guess Team Rocket has tied up Meowth. They're using him as bait. They have him strung up and, you know, tied up, and we can't, uh, he can't escape, and he's, like, panicking, and Snubble is remembering back to when he was like, I hate you, and I guess this anger and emotion, raw emotion, triggers her evolution. Hell hath no fury like a Snubble scorned. Damn right. This was actually kind of badass, honestly. How it just morphed? Yeah, exactly. I uh, What do you guys think about Granbull? Because I thought it was kind of neat. Granbull's way better than Snubble. It yeah. is. It's a much better Pokemon. It's very intimidating. Like, if you saw that thing and you're battling it, it is like, yeah, it's jaw. It's it's pretty uh, intense. It's definitely like a upgrade. It's like bottom fangs are like the size of a man's like forearm. It's got a massive, uh, is it underbite or overbite? Underbite. 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 Yeah, over would be on top. That's right. Yeah, it's got a massive underbite. Yeah, this thing, I yeah, I, I feel for Meowth because he's basically like, if that thing takes a bite out of me, like, there, no, that, no. Like, you could put Meowth in Granville's mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's that. She could kill him. Disparity. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just become a giant hydro- hydraulic press, hydraulic press at this point with its jaw on. Oh my god, those videos, right? Yeah. yeah. I love those. Those are awesome. Yeah, so Meowth is understandably, like, terrified, and he's like, please, for the love of God, don't let that thing anywhere near me. They basically call the popular Pokemon Meowth Mecha to the rescue. We've seen this thing before, I think. It's like the standard Pokemon magazine option delivery. So they tempt it with the the fake tail and it it chomps down on it and they cannot get this thing to let go because they're trying to put it in a cage 
That way they can keep it away from Meowth until Madam Much Money arrives or that they can, when they can find her and, you know, sell it back to her. Um, but of course they come across this dumpster fire of a scene and Team Rocket is like, oh, good. Just who we wanted to see. We've been diligently searching for this. I like this part. I like when people are trying to do good, but it just doesn't work I out. Know. You know? <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. They really didn't do anything wrong for the most part. <laughs> it was that same thing that we had like last episode when we just assumed Team Rocket's doing the evil kind of thing, you know, and they're really just trying. <laughs> it's like, here, take this thing. We don't want it anymore. But it just yeah. erupts into chaos and, you know, bad. Honestly, this was one of those times, I mean, this is pretty common, actually, right? I mean, this is Team Rocket actually trying to do something decent and not be criminal. I mean, they really just were trying to get it back to much money. Yes, they wanted a reward for it because they were starving, but Snubble came to them first. They didn't steal it or anything. Um, And they really are legitimately trying to return it to them, but the Grand Bull won't let go of the tail of the the Mecha. Of course, then Meowth panics and he fucks it up so before before jesse and james could explain like no this isn't what it looks like you know we're really trying to to do the right thing and also wink wink nudge nudge if you want to give us a little bit of a reward for our noble efforts here then that would be much appreciated and they try some reverse psychology on it, you know, on much money. They're like, you don't have to give us anything. Of course, we're doing this out of the goodness of our hearts, you know, totally. And of course, she's like, oh, if, if you say so, then we'll just take Snow back. <laughs> uh, for that's it. That's how she got all that money. <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, you don't get rich by actually giving your money away, do you? Nope. It backfires spectacularly. I felt really bad for them. Um, and of course, like I said, Meowth starts to panic. Granbull's not letting go. So as Jeeves and Much Money are trying to yank Snubble, or excuse me, Granbull now, off of the tail, Meowth shocks them all, you know, with his electro attack. <laughs> that was That's all a pretty meow. funny scene. Yeah. All Meowth. Jesse and James were like, oh shit, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And everyone, like, the tourists are just watching them getting continuously shocked, too. That was pretty funny. (laughs) And this, I I really, this pissed me off for Jesse and James. Like, Jesse and James were literally like, what what the hell, Meowth? Like, you're you're so screwing this up. You're ruining it. Ash, of course, this part just didn't make any sense. I feel like he failed Logic 101 because as they're trying to shake off the Grand Bowl, (laughs) he's like... Oh, that proves it. You guys were never intending to give Granbull back. Ash just wants to blow to blow up Team Rocket. That's all he cares yeah, about. He, he's just like, he he's like does. just Crazy attack on sight. <laughs> yep. They've scarred him so much and traumatized him so much that he instantly just goes into kill mode every time he sees them. No matter what I they're know. doing. He's such a... I was like, Ash, they're literally screaming, get it off and give it back to her. Like, they are actively trying to get him to take the thing back and he's like <laughs> so stupid. yeah he's like you're trying to steal it and so- ash is like they're hollering that and then everyone else is like what are they saying and ash is going they're saying kill it burn it kill it <laughs> ash is such an instigator he was clearly in the wrong here then madam much money has her like hulk moment where she runs directly at the tail missile that meowth has launched and God damn, it slams her into a tree. <laughs> and somehow her spine does not break in half. I don't know how. She swells up before that too. Like 
I don't know how you describe it, but like she stands in front of the missile and she gets more definition on her body. Like a Popeye spinach kind of situation? Yeah, yeah. Her like biceps peak, her neck gets veiny, and her eyes get smaller. You know, maybe this is kind of like, you know, those situations where it's like, oh, the kid is trapped under the car and the mother like has a complete like adrenaline surge and she can like lift the car up off the kid. She should have like lifted the Mecca me out up the ground. And, like oh, That would have been awesome. <laughs> it would have been cool if she just ate the missile. Like it just God, comes out and she damn. opens her mouth and, and explodes inside her. We know what Jacob's into. Ooh, okay. Like Jeeves. Yeah, okay, so that was not on uh, the bingo card to find out what Jacob's fetish is, but here we go. Yeah, You so. learn a lot. <laughs> you learn a lot through Pokemon. You do. This is such an intimate experience, isn't it? Yeah, so Madam Much Money takes the brunt of that attack. She saves the Grand Bull, and so then she decides to team up with it because she's a new person. She's like a strong, independent lady now who can battle and kick people's asses, and so she blasts Team Rocket off and... The day is saved, and I guess Granbull just decides, like, okay, enough of this shit. I'm gonna go back with you. So her and Jeeves and Granbull run into the sunset together. What happened to her husband, this lady? Did she have a husband? She's a madam. I don't know. Did she, or is she just old money? I don't think she had a husband. I think this is all her. Hey, come on now. Just because she's old, we don't have to call her out like that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it that way. Oh. She's, a, she's an independent lady who made her fortunes without a man. I think she got, we decided she's old money. She she did not make her fortunes. She's definitely family money. I don't know. She's a snubble breeder, I guess. High quality snubble. She did try to marry off her snubble to Winthrop the snubble. Oh, that's right. If I remember correctly. Forgot Hmm. about Winthrop or Winston or whatever his name was. Oh, was was. it Winston? Whatever. Some W name. Good job, uh, Alex. Good job summarizing that episode. Uh, Let's move on to the most viable player, least viable player in a quote. Alex. You get to go first, followed by myself, and then Austin. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to give my MVP to Wobbuffet. Oh. Because I didn't say this during the summary part, but there is a second where... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the moment where Snubble evolves into Granbull, and it, it's looking very intimidating, and they are fearing for their lives, Jesse instructs Wobbuffet to take a step forward and defend them, you know, because it's really the only one that I guess could with counter or whatever. But Wobbuffet is having none of this. So it's literally every frame is him like backing up farther and farther until he's almost in the forest. And she's like, get the heck back here and do your job. I thought that was special clever because Gramble goes for tails. And Wobbuffet oh. is fiercely protective of his tail. Yeah, I don't... Well, Wobbuffet didn't have any kind of chance to shine or go up against Granbull because he, he's very much a cowardly lion and he goes right back into his Pokeball, so... I don't blame him. And then LVP... I don't... I'm gonna say Ash. Yeah, it's gotta be Ash. <laughs> <laughs> two in a row. He's fucking instigator, man. I, I, I understand where he's coming from a little bit. How? I mean, he basically was like, I knew it all along. You were trying to steal it when he was actively trying to give him back like we said it's like the trauma that they've already done to him with trying to kill him still pikachu constantly torment his family <laughs> the murders attempts that i mentioned those yeah i think that would probably scar <laughs> me a little bit for from team rocket i guess but i feel like everything sort of like exists independently from each other they barely remember stuff that's happened to them in the past so. they remember jeeves 
of all the people they could remember, <laughs> they remember him. Oh, and then my quote. Um, all right, let's see. Oh, <laughs> during the part where James and Jesse are trying to, you know, give their little spiel and say, hey, you know, we were doing this for you the whole time and kind of schmooze her and, and get their reward out of it and reverse psychology, this whole situation. James says, we searched the five points of the compass until we finally found your sweet little snubble. Oh, that's pretty good. What? The five points of the compass? Yeah, that made me... Oh, I didn't even hear that part. Yeah. What the heck kind of compass are they using? Like, am I... Like, I honestly wanted to ask you guys this because I actually Googled, like, compass rows and they they have different kinds of compass. Like, there's an eight-point compass, there's 16, 32, whatever. But I've never heard of a five-point compass am i missing something i have have no idea is the plural of compass compi no oh okay just asking (laughs) isn't it just compasses (laughs) oh it is oh shit (laughs) (laughs) we were waiting for alex to get it (laughs) no i was like she did not it went right over it (laughs) i got it (laughs) that's our episode title (laughs) oh my god jacob what the fuck that's the dirtiest thing i think you've ever seen <laughs> okay move on from me did i'm you, over did here you make being that like... up? <laughs> what did you make that up or is that <laughs> I, think, I can't remember i heard that somewhere i've said it before i can't remember i don't know okay, the okay. of it. i literally i'm over here like oh compasses like actually wondering about this and you guys are over there making fucking dirty j- <laughs> from dad jokes to that there you go that's still uh, a dad joke. Oh, God. Thank you, Jacob. That, you're hilarious. Um, Crab, did you finish? Oh, you did. No, I did. <laughs> Shut up. It just stop. It doesn't stop. Um. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and oh, the wheels God. keep turning, turning. All right. Um, Alex fucking left. <laughs> she did. She's just gone. Um, oh, she's back. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, my... Uh, I walked right into that shit too. <laughs> oh God! My Somebody mind go is next. totally gone. My um, my MVP. Uh, I'll give it to Snubble. Right? Is that new? Did you, yours just totally went over my head, Alex. Oh, Snubble for evolving. Uh, good for you. That's You're a good. that's an achievement. I'm gonna give my like MVP to the twerps. Not like all of them, but just Brock and uh, Misty. For that weird thing at the beginning where they just instantly disbelieve Ash for like oh, when, yeah. Ash made, when has Ash made anything up? It's not like he may be a little uh, exaggerate things, but he's never been wrong. We've literally never had an instance where Ash has said he saw something that did not happen. Like why? What reason would he have to lie about that? Is my question. I'm pretty sure they went through this exact same dialogue previously in the the Onyx Tunnel episode. Yeah, this is a continuous thing. That's what I'm saying. They continuously tell Ash he's not seeing what he's seeing, but at the end, it's always true. Like right. it's continu- this is not a cry wolf situation. And I, and I think it happened at the Sunflora Festival too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, it, it's continuous. I'm telling you, I don't understand it. If he's younger, that they're like, this doesn't make sense from you, Ash, or what? But uh, it's like when your kid says he sees a ghost, and you're like, no, nah, Timmy, you didn't, and then your house is burned. Oh, what? Yeah. But uh, then my quote is from our Brocky boy. Um, it's when uh, <laughs> she comes in and she's like touching Snubble uh, on the leg or whatever. And uh, Brock goes, I could use a physical exam, Nurse Joy. <laughs> That's pretty hard. <laughs> hey, you got to shoot your shot, right? <laughs> he does all the time. He doesn't hold back. 
I'll give my MVP to Madam Much Money. Minchmaker? Minchmaker. Um, <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God, you guys. Uh, Madam Milf. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a gilf, right? In this Ooh. thing. But that doesn't start with an M. Okay, so. <laughs> start with an M. <laughs> First of all, she gets MVP because she has an insane name. And she also gets mm-hmm. MVP for her extreme physical acumen that she has acquired. That's not easy. My LVP, I guess it will be... Damn, the twerps already got it. My LVP will be Nurse Joy for reasons we got into earlier. (laughs) For lack of other options. Um, My quote will be Jesse saying, We have to be careful. We can't let her know that we need the money. We have to seem like we don't care about an award or we won't get one. And then James says, That's right. Rich people are always happy to give money to people who don't need it. That was a that good was one. Perfect. <laughs> I call that one too. Love it. That was awesome. That was a great. Yeah, that was a good one. James is on fire with some of his shit. He says, <laughs> and James would know too. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's rich too. His background actually fits the story. Yeah, he would know better than anybody. Oh, poke myself in my mouth, my glasses. Jesus, mighty. Um, with that, it's time to move on. God, lay that hurt. You could say adios to your eyeball. I know, really. I have a severe fear of straws now. Yeah. I saw a video of a guy who went to go, like, lean in for his drink, and he missed, and the straw hit him right in the eye, and I got stuck. And ever since then, I'm like, what? I think I'm going strawless. Did he, like, how do you impale (laughs) your, like, did he headbutt? Like, I don't understand. Ew. You just see it on camera, he leans forward and goes for a sip, and then you hear, ah! And he, like, looks back and the straw is, like, with him in his eye, so. That's, oh, my God, disgusting. Mm -hmm. I think eye mutilation is, like, the worst kind of physical injury from a pure, like, well, obviously not literally, but, like, from a pure (laughs) ickiness standpoint, that's always the one that makes me go, ugh. Yeah. Like, there are worse things that can happen to you, but still, ugh. Let's move on from uh, straws sticking in eyes to, uh. Ari Ariados amigo. I hate this title. I'm gonna struggle with this bad. You almost could say adios to your eye if you got a straw stuck in it. But does does nobody ever like hear my jokes? Is that like what was your joke? I didn't hear it. That's that's what I. I know. I know it is. Actually, it came to my mind as soon as you said it. (laughs) That was my bad. What was the one? It was like we should call this a stun spore something or not. What was that? Yeah, that was there was a joke you made or I made one time and like. You literally said it, like, two seconds after I did, and then Jacob was like, wait, what? Like, Alex just said that. <laughs> there was a, you said it, and then you were waiting for us to laugh, and nobody said anything, and it was silent, and you were like, what? <laughs> we were like, Alex just said that. It was, a, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, weird. nobody wanted to laugh at the when I said it, but when Austin said it. <laughs> I laughed at it, I thought. We'd have to, we'd have to rewind the camera. I chuckle when Alex said it, but then when I said it, two seconds later, okay. It's Ooh. all about delivery. All right. Uh-huh. Um, it's all right, Jacob. You can have my jokes. It's fine. Okay. We still, anyway. Let's go to the summary challenge for uh, this episode. Do you think that the plural of compasses is cum pie? <laughs> is that a funny joke that no one's made before? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That's a wrap. Is it me? No, it's getting, little, getting a little shady in here. Y'all are killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. All right. Uh, Austin, I are you... Okay, I've said that and people don't understand the reference. And I'm like, y'all are ridiculous. What, oh like my real God. life? Yeah. Oh. That is uh, a person who did not have a childhood. Apparently not. 
Are these younger people? I think younger people don't know the Sandlot. Yeah, they don't know anything good, really. They know TikTok. Yeah. Oh, we're so old. <laughs> we are the old people now. Yeah, Backstreet Boys and uh, I'm Blue, or Eiffel 65, whatever they're called, didn't really secure that. Just wait for it to come back around when they do the inevitable remake of all this old stuff and then the, the current generation. But they are. The early 2000s are in fashion right now. Yeah, and then all the kids are discovering this new stuff for the first time thinking it's, like, original. And, like, all of us are over here saying, like, actually. I think I think the middle part is still very trendy. Like, the Sean Hunter hair. part? Like, the the middle of the year? No, like, like your hair, your bangs. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> like, the middle part of who the 2000s. Is, who is parting their hair in the middle? I'm kids. sorry. Ugh. Hmm. That's not a favorite hairstyle of mine, but I guess to each their own. I used to do that. My parents used to do that to me. Did you have a middle part? I never had a middle part. Okay. I wasn't cool you enough. You had the bowl cut. Shush. <laughs> Shush. No, no, it's okay. Like, I, I have horrible hair. I have very extremely curly hair. And so when I was a kid, I had, like, a helmet. My hair was like a helmet. So don't worry about it. It was bad. So who, you had a bowl cut, Austin? Shush. Oh, okay. I should show you some photos <laughs> of my parents' house. They are unflattering. Ooh, okay. Oh, I'm an sure ugly you child. An adorable little kid. No. It's all right though. We can make our own hair choices now. We're all adults. We can decide whether we want to have horrible, ugly hair or decent hair. Take control of your life. Be the change you want to see, Austin. I want to see the Ariados Amigos. Okay, good. Well, you gotta summarize it. Okay. Three, two, one, go. The twerps meet up with. Koga's daughter Janine from Pokemon Gold and Silver because it would make sense for her to appear in the Johto anime. Just kidding, it's not her. It's Aya from season one. Do you remember her? I don't. Um, much like Jeeves, the butler, they recognize her immediately. And there's some stupid bullshit with her Venonat, and there's an old man who has a ninja school and he has an Ariados, but it doesn't really do anything. And then Team Rocket attacks and then the episode's over. Bye, Aya time that was basically it yeah and my internet sucks right now so hopefully we can get through this oh shit you're doing the oh shit oh go fast i think i think i'll be okay i think i'll be okay i think i'll be okay honestly like what the fuck was this episode okay yeah okay we get a blast from the past like austin mentioned this episode but uh we're not at a lake or we're not at a river this time we're actually at a lake uh for lunch which is a little different right water's not not running um (laughs) yeah This lake is extremely contaminated, though. There's a bunch of grime on it, and the algae is just, like, eating away Pokemon flesh. So we're not in a good spot here. But uh, besides from that, we see Togepi here, who's always the instigator of plot. Am I right? Anytime Togepi sees something Togepi wants, Togepi's gonna go get it. Yes, Alex. I'm sorry. I just had a flashback to when we did the Pokemon Junior Adventure game, and we made it into, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, radioactive fallout wasteland you guys remember that yeah that was great i have a challenge for our listeners if anyone knows of like a a role-playing game we can do that like would be similar to that that we can involve pokemon in so we can do a special episode please let us know because that was kind of fun that was was fun fun. i love that game um we'll have to switch it up we could play it again we'll just have to uh (laughs) change up the battle system like i said we'll flip a coin next time honestly that plus like the fact that we had one microphone set up in the middle of like a table and we were in like an open room the audio was like awful so sorry about that but now oh yes austin has a professional grade microphone now that he got 
So maybe we could use that. How exciting. Yes, please let us know so we can use this microphone and also do something a little different. Ooh, yep. That'd be fun. So we've made the post-apocalyptic universe and we brought it into the anime. Because there's giant bugs here in this anime. This is like a really... First of all, this Ariados that's hidden... It's not very well hidden that Tokopi finds. And plus, this thing is huge. So, like, Misty sees it, and she starts freaking out. And I'm like, I, I think I would, too. Like, if you walked over to, like, the bush outside your house, there's this gigantic spider-looking thing in it that could eat your face off. Yeah, you would probably be scared, right? Welcome to my apartment complex, where the giant spiders <laughs> have taken over. They've completely... It's a blanket of webs far... Like, I'm not even joking. Alex can t- attest to this. Yeah, it's absolutely horrifying. You walk up the stairs, it's like a a minefield. You have to dodge the spider webs. Like, literally, they're all on the entire ceiling above you, and then you look out on, like, the stairs, and, like, they've completely overtaken the stairs. It's terrifying. They're literally, like, I'm not that tall, but the walkway, like, the hallway in Austin's apartment, they are everywhere. They're within mere inches of even my head. They're that low. And it's like... Every time I I visit, I'm, like, screaming and, like, pounding on the door. I'm like, please let me in before one of these fucking things falls onto me. (laughs) One of them got into my apartment the other night. (laughs) Oh, that's good pest control, though. They kill roaches. But they are pests. They are pests. That's the problem. Spiders are your friends. No, they're not. They're not my friends. Spiders don't kill roaches, do they? These giant ones do. They kill everything. Yeah, they... I've walked outside and saw a spider sucking on one one time. I was like, get after Ew. it. So for the reference, these spiders are as big as a as your hand, your fist. It's disgusting. They are so huge. Sorry. Huh. You need to find out what they are. I know what they are. They're Joro spiders. Oh, those, yeah. like the ones They're an invasive species. They've took yeah. off, man. They have really. Well, they don't have any natural predators here, right? Just me. And I'm ineffectual <laughs> when it comes to killing them. <laughs> <laughs> invasive and persuasive. So I related hardcore to Misty in this episode. Get that thing dead. Kill it. <laughs> Set it on fire. Back where it came from. Or so help me. Don, don, don. Okay. Put it back in the bush. <laughs> Luckily, this thing is like half dead. So, you know. Yeah. This thing's also like super intelligent. Oh, an intelligent spider that's bigger than you. Yeah. Ugh. Nothing scary about that. Right. So we find it in the, you know, in the bushes, like we said. What is this girl's name that's the revisiting character? Aya. Aya. Okay, I thought you said Casey in the summary, but I couldn't remember. Oh, maybe I did. I didn't mean maybe, to. Okay, I was making sure I got the name right because I was like, I thought her name was Aya. Okay, so there's a... Should we talk about Janine now or later, Alex? I would just give it out, get it out of the way. Okay, Janine is in... Like I mentioned, in Gold and Silver, Janine has taken over Koga's gym as the gym leader. She's like his teenage daughter, right? In the game. In the game. Yes. So this is the gold and silver anime. Janine never once appears at any point ever in the Pokemon the series. This girl is like a total like one-to-one like analogy for that kid. Like why can they not just have called her Janine? Like I don't understand. Like if I remember correctly, she was in the Koga episode and I we like made jokes about her because we call, he's her, she is her younger sister. She is his younger sister. There you go. That's but she it. looks like she's like 30 years younger than him. So we were like, is this like his secret daughter or some shit? Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me make sure I understand this right. And also because it's been a long time. Okay. So Aya is Koga's younger sister. Yes. Right. Who looks like she's like, what, 20? 
at most. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. yeah, but he looks like he's ancient. Yes. Koga. Koga's the uh electrode one, right? Voltorbs. Yeah. Voltorb, electrode. Voltorb and yeah, that guy. I don't remember her being there, but I do remember I guess it's like mentioned in the episode, but I forgot that that was her. But now she's here. Yeah. She flew all the way here. Koga is not here. No. Some some other random man. Does he have a name or I did not uh, note one. Sensei, I suppose. I thought it was like nah, I'm not going to give him one. He doesn't deserve one. Okay, uh. you know, maybe this is completely <laughs> out of pocket and maybe I should just keep my like horrible thoughts to myself, but we never who do. Cares? We never do. This is just word vomit hour. Did anybody else get the vibe that like Aya and her sensei were not Hello. Just yeah, I think there was something. Alex thinks everyone's fucking everyone in this show. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I saw your eyebrow go up. Yeah, I got that vibe too. We like what we're like putting horniness into this show. We're like, we're bored. Let's get some sex up in here. Everybody. They're bored too. That's the reason why it's going on. There's yeah. nothing to do in Johto but go to annual festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, br- yep. And ninja schools. <laughs> Breaking boards, you know what I mean? Okay, so I was not the only I, I was not the only one. All right. Mm-hmm. They they totally had a love affair thing going on. Fucking knew it. That's not love. That's a come by situation. Ooh, God. Yeah, that's some raw carnal shit. I don't know. Are you feeling lost? Need direction? Pokemon <laughs> jujitsu, but like people jujitsu. Okay, his name is Tokichi, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was a weird one. We're not going to call him that, though. Uh, Sensei Smoke is here. What? Because <laughs> uh, he's smoking. Just call him. Just call him Daddy. Stop calling everyone Daddy. <laughs> okay. Is that not what the kids are saying these days? At a certain point, this is just becoming our show. You know, like the Pokemon anime is just becoming what we want it to be. <laughs> it's always been like that. <laughs> it's always been that. This show is what you make it. Uh, this uh, Sensei Smoke Daddy Togichi is uh, Smoke to Daddy Togichi is here, and he's um. I don't know if it's like hide and seek that he's playing with Aya and his area dose. <laughs> this was not ninja training. This was a <laughs> role play. <laughs> Peekaboo. See, um, <laughs> I told you. I don't know. Like there's like Aya just starts attacking this area dose and um, some guys yelling at her. You can't do it or something. And Aria dose gets away from her venonat not being able to tackle it. Or something like that. But the cool thing is this Aria Dose does like a Spider-Man web shooty thing. You know how like Spider-Man like shoots webs out of its uh, wrist, grabs the side of a building. This thing does this with trees. So it's that's pretty cool. I thought that was cool. That, that was um, if, <laughs> could you imagine if real spiders could do that? Like the spiders in your apartment, Austin, you see one just leaping across. That would scare They you. fall from the skies. Oh, like a... They travel on the wind. They're horrible. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ugh. So, yeah, that's going on, and I don't know, somehow this game of hide-and-seek gets interrupted by the twerps, and um, Smoke Daddy Togichi brings him back to his uh, his dojo, which, uh, shocker, there's another dojo. How many dojo episodes are we at? I guess Shiro, Shiro didn't get to this one yet. That's <laughs> no, next on his what? list. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dojo destroyer kid. Yeah, I think he gave up. He's probably not any good at it. Honestly, I think he probably avoided this one because this this clearly is like a den of iniquity and everybody's just having an orgy so he probably just was like yeah i know what that's about yep his uh, eyes are wide shut 
if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole Kidman is enrolled there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Brock instantly falls for Aya at this dojo because he's like, hey, I want to I want to enroll in your dojo here. And I think Ash says something like they don't have the money. But then the smoky daddy Togichi's like, you can take it for free. You know, and if I was one of those other kids. I'd be pissed. Like I'm paying a hundred rubies a day to go to this school, and these kids show up randomly and they get in for free. Are we in rubies. India or Hyrule? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pokey dollars. I mean, they just—it's free. That would make me mad. Well, well they're auditing uh, one day of classes. So what? He said they get one free day of class, like as a trial or something. Uh, I didn't get a free day of class. Have y'all ever audited a class? No. One time I had to drop out of a class um, for the workload, and the professor was like, well, you should audit the class. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And then I never did. Because I was like, if you audit a class, do you have to do the assignment and then not get a grade for it? Fuck that. So you have to do all the work for none of the reward? I don't know how it works. I, do you do the work? I think you do. I don't know. I don't even know what this is. I've never heard of this before. Like, give me the explain like I'm five. You sit in on a class, but you don't get so credit for it. shadowing basically shadowing i don't know i've never done it okay so we're auditing the class here with the twerps uh we're doing all the work with none of the benefit okay so there we go uh okay so we're going along here and oh ash is a little hesitant at first but then brock like kind of convinces him and misty to join up and with them joining up they get assigned a special part of the dojo like there's different aspects of the dojo and depending on what ninja like outfit you're wearing that determines what class you're in so like ash i think gets red brock is in yellow and misty gets uh gets blue and let me see what is red red means you're doing battle technique yellow is like how to make your moves more effective i don't understand the difference between the difference there yeah the difference doesn't really stick with me there unless you're Unless you're, like, hyper-focused on one move. That's the only thing I can think it of, like, is, like, in the battle one, you're just going to battle, and then the, um, you want to get your smash better, you're going to learn how to smash better. Alex, we can see you raise your hand if you turn off your Mushroom Planet background. Now there's a whole... Oh. You look like the Holy Stigmata in your hand, <laughs> the way it's loading. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, you know, I don't want you to see my messy room here. No, I was just going to say, maybe it's kind of like, okay, so, like, with the battle techniques, you know, that's more of, like... The hard hitting like moves, you know. Oh, you're you know using flamethrower and you know earthquakes and stuff like that. Offensive, but then like like offensive moves, yeah. And then like the technical class is more like, you know, how to set up a battle. Like, are you using spikes? Are you using like you know hypnosis? You know those kind of like stalling sort of moves mm-hmm. or like Ash needs to be enrolled in that class. He needs to learn some more. Yeah, he's all burning his gas at the beginning. Yeah, maybe more defensive lessons than like. Or, you know, set up lessons than actual offensive moves. And then blue is the misogyny course. <laughs> oh my god. <Yeah. laughs> can we can we talk about this shit? Um, so Misty's a girl, so she gets assigned blue for beauty because she needs some help in that department. Am I right? Oh the damn side pony, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back to our season one discussion about her suspenders and her side pony. Ugh. I d- adamantly defended her back then, and I'll do it again now. Okay, that's, you can be wrong about the purple shuckle, and you can be wrong about Missy's fashion sense. That's it's right. fine. It's a blue shuckle. Somebody's got to stick up for her. So what do you what do you think, Alex? You know, honestly, well, this got me back to thinking, like, 
you know how when we did the the Nine Tails Vulpix episode, you know, we were talking about like that seems like Brock's whole thing. You yes. know, he's the breeder. Like he's the breeder. He's the one who's concerned with like Pokemon grooming, Pokemon dieting, you know, health and wellness. Like that's the whole blue class, right? So I was kind of offended. I'm like, clearly you're right. I feel like Misty should have gotten the offensive battle class because that's where she needs help. Mm-hmm. Ash should have got the technical slash defensive class because that's where he needs help. And then Brock could have had the beauty, health, and wellness class because that's what his passion is. But of course, like Austin said, this is the, oh, you're the girl, so you have to go to the... Oh, and then the other fucking thing is that he tries to sell her some bullshit line where he's like, oh, it's a once a year special VIP class. Don't you want to take it? What? (laughs) Yeah, so he was... I'm like, that's a load of shit because I think that's probably just the... It's so unpopular, they only ever offer it, like, once a year. It's people from around the globe come to it, though, Alex. Like, there's Fuck people from every that region. <laughs> That's why Nicole Kidman's there. <laughs> there you go, exactly. But they, they said that her class was going to be about, like, nutrition and caretaking. But it was no. getting uh, getting your a spinner act to come all over your face, and that's it. Talk about a web of lies. Yeah, like a silk wrap on your face for wrinkles, <laughs> I assume. He literally plies her by saying, well, you could look like a movie star, little girl. And then, of course, that's enough for Misty to be like, okay, I want to be a movie star. And she was fighting against it previously, too. They were preying on her vanity. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I want to do battling. That's what I'm interested in. That's my area of expertise. Yeah, it's like just to get shut them up. They tie their mouth shut with web, and that's basically it. It really sucked. I felt really bad for Misty. No one learned anything today. No, no. no. <laughs> this is a scam. All these dojos are a little questionable, you know? Like, if you're trying to sell me, you're not doing a good job, you know? It's like an MLM. It's it's like, you know, you give us money and pay into this and, you know, tell your friends and, like... <laughs> Can someone please call up Shiro, the dojo destroyer, and get him in here? He needs to come here, he yeah. needs to come. He's a hero in this situation dismantle this shit yeah yeah because i mean misty gets uh crap on her face and then we've got aya in the corner blowing up balloons for this <laughs> neck for brock's class um that is okay what moments leading not where i thought that was gonna go but because the next class is brock there's just balloons and all you got to do is pop the balloons for achievement <laughs> and i don't know man but I don't get that much of a huge dopamine rush from popping uh, balloons. Whatever. Pinecone gets sent out there and pops balloons. There you go. That's good for you. (laughs) Jacob, did you just say pinecone? Pineco, right? Oh. (laughs) Pinecone gets sent out there and pops the balloons, right? I like pinecone better. Pinecone's a lot better. I thought you said (laughs) pinecone. That's what I should name my pineco is pinecone. I probably did say uh, pinecone. It's just gonna my brain's gonna <laughs> autofill. So Brock's over there popping balloons. Aya's up there blowing them up. Um, next we have Ash. Who um, this is? This is like just they just battle in his class. That's all they do. There's no really like technique or anything going on here. But this is like just to prove that Aya's not that good of a trainer. Because what is it? Smoke Daddy Togichi throws her out there to battle Ash. Yes, Austin. It's Bulbasaur versus Venonat. Which, why is it always Bulbasaur in these dojo episodes? <laughs> and then Bulbasaur versus Venonat in an exact rematch of the season one episode with Aya. With the same Venonat. 
Is that why I felt sounds so familiar? Bulbasaur used leech seed on Beninat like it did in the season one episode, if I remember correctly. Uh, Aya gets destroyed again, right? She lost the first time, didn't she? Pretty bad. Yeah, probably. did she win? Yeah, she probably lost. Who cares? I guess we don't get one free day of classes because we get to sleep there at night. Good, goody, goody for us. And then this is like Rusi Team Rocket. They're trying to steal all the dojo students' Pokemon because uh, this really always works out. This is where like Venonat does come into play though, because Venonat is the one that does sense that something's up here, right? That like, hey, you know, Pokemon Team Rocket's here. Nobody really wakes up though, but Venonat's trying to help out. That at least the Pokemon have been stolen. And sure enough, Team Rocket comes up. And did you guys like their outfits that they chose for this? Or well, what do we think? They're magicians. They come out as magicians. Not not on theme. Not no. on theme? Not on theme. Why weren't they dressed as like ninjas or samurais or... Wobbuffet had a very cute outfit, though. He had a sparkly gold ensemble going on, like his tux. That was great. I loved and it. And they were like surprised to see him. So I'm assuming he made that tux himself. Like, oh, he applied yeah. the sequence and everything. <laughs> he saw them doing it and was like, I'm going to be like them. Yep. That's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. So he sewed his own, like, tuxedo and, like, Well, well how else could you it. explain it? <laughs> I guess you can't. That's that's pretty cool. Like I said, if they were dressed samurais or ninjas, it'd been more on point. But they get away with all the Pokeballs. And this is where it gets a little off the rails here. This uh, Togichi guy's got, like, a squirrel suit attached to his back. And he just takes off flying. Is this where Avatar The Last Airbender got its inspo for, like, Aang's glider thing? Because that's literally what it reminded me of. That is exactly what it's like. I didn't think about that. He literally, like, pulls out this stick and then it, like, turns into a glider and then he starts, like, flying up into the sky. Well, isn't that a thing? Like a cartoon ninja weapon? Is there your flying kite that you strap yourself into? Is it? I don't know enough about it to say one way or the other. Like, I don't think it's a real thing, but isn't it, like, a... Does that, like, work in real life? Like, could you just, Surely like, not. fly with, like, a paper kite thing? Like, what the fuck? We could try it later. We can go get some garbage bags and tape them to us, and we can jump off our roof and see if yeah. we, uh... Yeah, good plan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. repel ourselves. Sure. Jacob, you go first. <laughs> Welcome to Jackass. But, uh, this kite thing works, you know, so I will give him that. It does work. He does catch up to Team Rocket. He has these, uh, what are they called? Shurikens? Is that right? Did I say that uh, right? Yes. The five-pointed star thing. And he's able to kind of like throw them at Team Rocket. He chunks them pretty accurately, especially for being up in the air. And uh, Team Rocket calls out Arbok, who can fly. Remember that? Ar- we've learned Arbok can yeah, fly. Yeah, it can flap its neck and fly. It flaps his neck and flies and tries to and actually shreds uh, Togichi's like kite thing. But not before Togichi can cut the Pokeballs loose with another shuriken. He's able to get it out of there. But he lands and dies so but his last act is to get rid of the pokeballs and this is where basically we wrap up this episode with the team rocket landing crash landing along with togichi and there's a big battle at the end here between uh team rocket and ash and i think aya comes in there too to save the day because aya's got to be involved right she's the master student she's got to protect daddy uh smoke togichi here that's her lover I'm going to go and sum it up for you here. Team Rocket gets destroyed with Pikachu and Venonat, sending them off on their merry way, and everybody's dojo's balls get saved. So, yay. There you go. Everybody gets their balls back. Everybody gets their balls back. Yep. The ball back guarantee is in place at Togichi's (laughs) dojo. All right. 
MVP, LVP, quotation, Austin, Alex, okay. and then myself. All right. Good luck, by the way. Yeah, um, LVP, I'm going to give it to Misty and Brock because they let Aya battle Team Rocket all by herself for like five minutes while they were caring for old man pervert on the ground. <laughs> oh, man, P. Yeah, I'm like, y'all have Pokemon, do something. MVP, good lord. Um, <laughs> fuck me, I don't know. I- I'll give it to Wobbuffet for his cute tuxedo. That was Damn lovely. Damn it, I was gonna <laughs> do that. Ah, there you go. Ah. Quote, Shit. All right. Misty saying, that treatment made me look like a movie star, all right. The star of a horror movie. Austin out here taking all the good ones. It was a bad episode. There was it nothing was. there to it. It was. Get creative. I, honestly, <laughs> I know. This is the the really hard thinking part of the episode. Honestly, I really try not to be so like pessimistic, but I really did not enjoy this episode at all. I'm going to give my MVP to Pinecone because <laughs> <laughs> it was there. We never see Pineco and it was pretty cute. Did um, we notice he was floating? Yeah, he was yeah. like floating. <laughs> I don't think he's one. supposed to float like that. <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they had some kind of like wire. Oh, it's like a string, like a... Because it is a bagworm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bagworm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. I wouldn't have thought of that. I honestly just made that up. I can't believe that worked out. Okay, we keep going. And then, let's see. I'm going to give my LVP to Daddy Sensei because I just feel like he's kind of creepy. And he's taking advantage of all these kids with his, like, oh, well, free trial. Like, you can do this one class, but then you have to sign up for, like, the rest of the classes. But he's not really teaching them much of anything, it doesn't seem like, so. Please help me upgrade from this kite to a private jet. Please yeah. spread my sensei knowledge. How else is he going to spread the word without a private jet? Um, My quote... Please don't take mine. I think mine's good. I just, okay, I know we already said this. I'm just going to take it, but... When Aya says, I have an idea, Ash, why don't you and your friends take some classes here with us? And then Ash and Misty both say at the same time, do we have to pay? That felt very relatable. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I I can understand. Yeah, we're not going to do this if we have to pay. I'll start with my LVP because I think I got that one. I'll give my LVP to all the students getting ripped off. I'll give my MVP. I'll give my MVP to Koga. To Koga. For getting rid of I, for getting rid of Aya, <laughs> good for you, Koga. You got rid of a. Somehow you were able to trick her into going to this. Uh, I don't know, having an affair with this old guy. She got banished to Johto. Yep, <laughs> you're not good enough. You got to go there. My quote comes from Brock. It's something to do with Eridos hiding in that bush or whatever. And Ash says something like, "Look, there's a uh, Eridos over there in the flowers." And then Brock goes, "Well, there's limbs, leaves, and stems too." I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. I had it written down. <laughs> Stupid. You had that one written down? Yeah. That's a Brock moment. But yeah, that was it. This uh, wet fart episode. Well, get Does ready. Does it get better? We have two more wet farts coming up next podcast. And those wet farts go by the names of Wings and Things and The Grass Fruit. That's a, that's a mill. There's a restaurant that has a thing called Wings and Things. Like chicken wings? Yeah. I wish it was an episode about chicken wings, but it's an episode <laughs> about Yanma. Damn it! <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know that Pokemon, so I'm interested. To, uh, You're gonna learn. See how boring it can be. Mewtwo Returns is, is coming up, so stay tuned for that. Oh, that sounds exciting. Like an episode of Pokemon or a movie? It's a TV movie. Cool. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating. If you have any questions or comments about anything, 
about anything. We're an open book. Uh, you got questions about your life, where you want to go, supplements. Send them to out of the drawing pan at gmo.com. That's right, out of the drawing pan at gmo.com. You can also direct message or DM, as the kids say, to our X account, aka Twitter, at out of drawing pan. Again, our handle is out of drawing pan. We also have an account on X videos if you'd like to see Jacob's feet. Patreon, we got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find the link in the description to learn all about that. <laughs> we have an Instagram, right? Alex has got an Instagram. She does some cool stuff over there. So go check that out. And again, we'd like to say thank you all for listening and join us next time as this journey continues. <laughs> <laughs>